Yeah. Yeah. Chaz vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. I don't even know where to start. I took the rawest form of expression and turned it to art. My verses weapons like Tony, that's Montana and Stark. And I don't care about these haters, they just playing their part. Cameras rolling, I ain't trying to mess with the order. They say a sorta, kinda decent with it, I was like sorta. See, they dumb their compliments down cause they don't feel important. I just feel bad, they really try to have the distortion. Look, you don't really gotta say nothing. Cause I already know, disabled, handicapped, I was still running. I hate you, gotta force them just to feel something. Acting like they down with you like like you about to film something Like I'm dealing with some theater majors I'm reiterating the dialogue You see in the pages I'm looking for fortune You really need to be famous That fame can be nameless I got the talent, passion, you name it Breeze from the ring This is episode 31, I believe So We're, uh I don't even know who NBA player Played that war number 31 That sounds like a very relevant ass number But We're fresh off, uh Hey, Siri Hey, Siri Oh, oh. Very not speaking to me. I was I was gonna ask who wore thirty one, but I'll type it in. Yeah, but uh, we're fresh off uh uh the next to last episode of uh, yeah yeah next to last episode of Game of Thrones season eight, and uh I feel like this quote describes. Everything. I, just, I, mean, I had to do what I had to do to help us get off this losing streak. I ain't about losing. Y'all know me. You know me for a long time in this league. I ain't about losing. So. I'm talking about it's about making it happen. That's what I had to do. All right, so we got a pick from um, the three: Seth Curry, Nene, Jason Terry, Sean Marion, Shane Battier. I'll go with uh, Sean Marion. Yeah. So shout out to the Sean Marion episode, The Matrix, uh, because I'm pretty sure in a way uh, after this episode, of Game of Thrones, uh, I'm gonna say is this. Cersei and uh and King's Landing wish it was in the goddamn Matrix after what just happened. Them mm. niggas got washed. Washed. Drogon yeah. washed them niggas. Danny Danny is the prime example of how white people need to be when they see black murders uh by uh by racist white folk and racist cops. That's how you need to react. That's how you be an ally. Because she burnt the city down. She burnt the city down. And it shocked me. That's all I'm gonna say. But all I know is like, like they went into that. It was like it was kind of like let's let's use the Boston series as example. So, yeah, Cersei pretty much killed one game one last week. Kill her best friend, watch the dragon or two, and then next thing you know, that's when Greek Freak said, "Hmm." Greek Freak being this situation, Daenerys was like, "Hmm, I'm about to watch these niggas. I have a dragon still. It's my most powerful dragon, and that dragon brought hell." Hell on earth to every single nigga that was friends with Cersei or allied with Cersei or was just too much of a bit to literally stand up to Cersei. And she was not playing with these niggas, G. Like, literally, that was vengeance at its finest and literally took a 4-1 uh, series destruction win. So, that's all I can really say about this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say if our black tacos at the podcast because, uh, you know, hoes mad. Yeah, hoes mad, of course. But they did what they had to do on this episode. I'm I'm impressed with the episode. That's all I'm gonna say. But anyway, moving on. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about playoff basketball. We have our conference finals. So uh, finally, so 
We have in the East, we got the Raptors versus the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks have home a uh, home court advantage because, they, of course, they're the number one seed. But um, and then in the West, we have the Warriors, of course, versus the Blazers, which I feel like will be an interesting series. The first couple of games. So let's go ahead and just let's just go ahead and look at the uh, the West first, since I feel like this might be the easiest prediction of the two. But um, wait, 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 why are we why are we going into predictions? We need to be going into slandering. Hey, we can get. Gee, yeah. we, we're gonna have a come on, G. We could do predictions then slander, G, because everybody knows oh. it's coming. Come on, G. Come on, G. All right, man. Warriors in five. Yeah, well, uh, I give I give Dame and CJ one in Portland. Uh, uh, okay, what is in five? If KD comes back game one, what is in six? If KD doesn't come back game one, um, I think this series needs to end as quick as possible for the Warriors' sake because they don't have a bench. It's just it's so the the starters playing that many minutes for that many games is not gonna. It's not going to vote well for that team. Uh, you can tell they're tired and all that type of stuff is uh, going to affect them because it affects everybody. I don't care who you are. Um, so, uh, also, uh, Steph Curry is going to go back, not just because of what he, he went. Steph Curry, when you think about it, was guarded by great defenders those first two rounds, right? So, he's guarded by uh Paul, what's his name? Chris Paul. Paul I thought I knew Paul Pierce. Even though, but Paul Pierce in the finals game. But uh, Chris Paul, he got about Chris Paul. He got about Austin Rivers. By Tucker. He was got. He was about Tucker. He also was guarded by Goddard in the LA series. Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly wasn't getting scored on by KD. Shot Glizzy, not that bad of a uh, defender. Like he had bodies thrown at him for two series straight. And the difference between like you know, the difference between like say for instance. The difference between a guard and a forward is it's simple as this. It's harder for a guard to get his shots off of a, a, of a taller person, especially if somebody got darn sad as Steph Curry. There's somebody like LeBron or got darn um, K, KD doing it. Because, like, LeBron is a freaking bulldog, so he's just going to get his way to the point. And KD is as tall as your got darn center. So he's going to shoot over anybody you put in front of him. So mm-hmm. – Take it out of taking Steph Curry out of a rhythm is harder than them two. So I wasn't really the only thing I was like, shit, Steph Curry is when this nigga missed wide open layups. Agreed. That's the only that time I was like, crap, Steph guy. Curry. But him missing three is more of like, yo, the teams are playing good defense after threes wasn't open. So like, I, 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 I don't mind. Um, I don't mind. What the? No, I'm about to fight this dude. I don't mind. Um, I don't mind Steph Curry's. Uh, I don't mind Steph Curry's. Like, I'm sorry, I can't get this thought out. I don't mind Steph Curry's bad basketball play during the first two rounds. One because KD saved the niggas. Now, if they was that they went to Game Seven on both of them got darn things, then yeah, I would have been like, yeah, Steph Curry, you tweaking, but. I, I don't. I didn't mind it because you gotta think. It's just, it's just bad. How, how, how would I say it? It's just bad. Uh, it's just, it's just. He was in bad situations, and 
on the like you can say that for almost everybody on the Warriors except for like literally like Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala and KD. The, the Splash Brothers was put in bad situations and they was getting guarded by really good defenders. Even though Game Six Clay is a different breed. But that's a true get form to that later. Right now, <laughs> what you say? That's a real ass form, actually. Won't keep it G. <laughs> like Game Six Clay is a different breed, and that's why. Like if KD even waning. Nigga, you give Clay as much money as you can, bro. But um, uh, but yeah, uh, and on the Nuggets side, I just go. I mean, on the Portland side, like I, Dame, I know he did what he could do in that OKC series, and and I'm never, I'm not gonna discredit the defense of uh, Denver Nuggets backcourt, but he can't have a different Nuggets series against Golden State because it's a watch. And you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to show stuff that you up on that. Like you, you show wrestler that you're on that plateau. Show stuff that yo, I'm number two or three, or if you want to put Kyrie there, but Kyrie couldn't even get past Eric Bledsoe. <clears throat> so Dame's gonna have to have that game. Even this Cantor gonna have to step up if they if Boogie don't come back for that round. He's definitely gonna have to step up. So that means you know. How would you say that means um, actually scoring over Draymond Green? Um, you can do that. Uh, what else? Uh, CJ McCullough was. Go- I know CJ McCullough was gonna ball, so I didn't even gotta think about that. And uh, Alfred Camino, whenever Gay KD come back, um, make sure you say your prayers. Just, just do. <laughs> just say your prayers, my dude, because your ass about to get bucket. Just straight buckets. And I feel sorry because didn't they lose Rodney Hood this game? I'm I think they sure. lost Rodney Hood. I, hold on, let me yeah, check I think because lost, I might have missed lost. it. I'll check. I'll check. You can, you can say your predictions because I'm done. All right. I'll check. So, I have Warriors and Six. And the sole reason why is, like, I think the prediction for KD's return is game three or four. Four being, I think, four, three or four being the earliest. So, Hyper get extended me. Okay, it depending how serious it is, he could play game one. It, 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 the latest, he'll be back his game two. But, um, because that's something he, he, he could come back from. It's, it's just literally just resting it. But, um, yeah, I got Warriors and six, like, war, mainly because KD's not expected to be back at be, until game three or four. Uh, I think game five at the latest. And then, so with that, it's like pretty much you're getting Clay and Clay and Steph versus, uh, CJ and Dame. CJ's on fire right now. And then Dame is I feel like Dame is gonna come out and play this series. Like he doesn't have to worry about a Tory Craig defending him or Will Barden and and Gary Harris def- uh, taking turns tag teaming his ass. So I feel like Dame is gonna wanna and also this is another top point guard and on Dame's list of hey, I'm about to uh prove you wrong and it's very much possible that Dame could and Steph will go to war this entire series. And I feel like it also helps that both CJ and uh, Dame, especially CJ's been uh, having a good series because now somebody, like Steph has to guard one of the two. Like, it's you don't have KD to help you in this situation. Just Clay. Draymond has to focus on cancer, which I feel like it, like there's a good chance that uh, Draymond will null and void cancer. Special with one uh, shoulder, and if 
But at the same time, I'm going to give props to Cantor because he endured some BS from uh, Jokic all series with when it came to playing through that uh, dislocated shoulder. So shout out to him. But uh, if you think, but you're going to experience Draymond uh, petty ways. So shout out to that. Um, but it's but like I feel like having to focus on Iggy and uh, Clay to focus on defending CJ and Dame is going to be tough. Especially because Dame is is a tougher guard. To come, like, okay, in terms of how they play, for Iggy, I feel like Iggy's disciplined enough to deal with a, a James Harden. It's easier to defend for him. Clay, on the other hand, was getting cooked by Harden that whole series. So, like, he just over-exaggerated his defense a little too often, which made Harden's life easy, which is why I wasn't mad that Iggy was the primary defender on him. I feel like for Iggy, Dame is going to be a tougher defense solely because his range is Steph Curry-esque. And on top of that, I feel like Dame is going to be is less willing to just settle for a three. He's going to drive. He's going to mix it up more than likely. So, and then also CJ just is on a at an all-time confidence level. So it's going to be interesting. Like, I feel like they may still won an Oracle. And but once KD comes back, it's going to be a whole different series. And God forbid, if Boogie comes back, it might be uh, Warriors and five. If Boogie comes back around the same time KD does, this series is done. Like, literally, this is this. Real. The fucking guy steady fucking dying, G. Dying. D-I-E. They steady D-I-E-ing on us, G. And what we doing? We down here drinking and trying to link with these goofy assholes. Literally, what's going to happen to uh, to them, G? Like, niggas is going to die. If Boogie and KD both come back, at both of them, not KD's definitely going to come back. But if Boogie arrives too, niggas is going to die. Plain and simple. But I have the Warriors in six regardless. So, that's how I see it. It's going to be an interesting series the first couple of games, but... Once KD comes back, it's it's that's gonna be the game changer. So, uh, that, all right, and let's move on to the Rock. I mean, not the Rock. I mean, we'll talk about them bum ass niggas later. But um, the Bucks versus uh, Bucks versus the Raptors. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say this series is gonna go seven. Definitely, it's gonna go seven. Yeah, like even though the Bucks. One is regular season series three one. Um, I feel like this buck like Kawhi is on a very crazy playoff tear. Like it playoff Kawhi is a real form right now. And the man is different, G. Like the man's mm-hmm. is different, G. And like going to this series, I feel like what's gonna make a break who wins is going to be between the battle between Kyle Lowry and Eric Bledsoe. That's going to be the most important battle. Like, I feel like Kawhi and Greek Freak is going to cancel each other out. But it's going to be between Kyle Lowry, Eric Bledsoe. That's going to be the most important uh, position matchup. Whoever has the best point guard play is going to win this series. So this is going to be one of those very fun series. It's going to be a competitive seven. My heart wants the Raptors in seven. But my mind says Greek Freak would just do enough to outplay them and win in seven. 
So I I honestly say the op the opposite. Um, I think the edge goes to Kawhi his experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. It's different. It's different when the only thing can stop you on Boston is Al Horford. Went on Toronto, nigga, uh, which was shown in this goddamn Philly series. Mark Gasol plays really good defense, exactly. and he's gonna. And he's very. He's extremely patient. Extremely patient, and you could be like, well. You know, Marcus Saw, Marcus Saw ain't even got to worry about Brooke Lopez. You can throw Pascal on Brooke Lopez, and mm. you're good. And then yeah, you worry about Marcus Saw, yeah. Serge Ibaka, and Kawhi Leonard the whole entire series. And sometimes Pascal. And sometimes Pascal. You know, I'm not, I'm my bad for not even saying Pascal. I'm not, I'm saying like he uh, overrated defender or something. Like, and sometimes Pascal. So you got four people, four different defenders coming at you. It's going to hurt. Especially for him. Um, uh, so also, um, let me see. What else? Just like just like how Cal Larry has to show up. Um, Bledsoe is going to have to show up as well. Chris Milton, I believe, is going to do his thing. But Bledsoe is going to definitely have to show up. Cal Larry shouldn't even be a question at this point. Like I, it's, at, at this point, it shouldn't be if we go get Cal Lowry, uh, like because I know Pascal's gonna come and ball. So I, I don't really want to hear a question of Cal Lowry. Like, what what's going on? And one, I before I even get to what I was about to say, let me say this before I lose my train of thought. Greg Popovich loses an inch, a, a piece. I don't even know what I, I don't want to call it a point. He uses he loses something because the robbery, the legit robbery that Toronto walked away with with getting Kawhi Leonard, it would never be the same, bro. They literally kept Pascal Siakam. I only gave up DeMar DeRozan and whoever else that I, you can care less about. You gave up Danny Green too for DeMar DeRozan. And DeMonte Rosen couldn't even get you out the first round against the Nuggets. And the Nuggets got beat somebody that got that got beat by somebody drafted out of what's that college name? Uh Lehigh. What's he Lehigh. Lehigh. Like you pop you gotta hold that. You definitely gotta hold that. But uh, but like you know, I'm about to say, like Chris Middleton, Pascal Siakam is gonna ball. So it's up to Bledsoe. And what's his name? Bledsoe and uh, Cal Lowry to actually, you know, to actually bring be that third person on offense. And I ask you this question: Who would you trust them more, Cal Lowry or Bledsoe? I would say right now, I'm gonna put a little bit more trust. And Kyle Lowry solely because of playoff experience. Mm-hmm. Solely because of playoff experience. Like Eric Bledsoe has had his moments where it's just like, we need you to do more. And mm-hmm. like with that Boston series, which we'll get to shortly, George Hill had more moments than Eric Bledsoe. Yep. Oh, that's another fact on Milwaukee side, though. 
yeah, that's, that's another factor. Like, like both have solid yeah, benches, and I like that's yeah. going to be another factor long term as well because it depend it depends on like how uh what they what rotation changes they're going to do. Because if I'm the Raptors, I would consider playing a little bit more Jeremy Lin. Like I would play a little bit more Jeremy Lin in this series because the Bucks love to go small. Like I would just just to have some more scorn in case you need it, Jeremy Lin would be a nice player to have come off the bench at times. That's just mm. me looking at just looking at their bench. Like they I forgot they have Jeremy Lin. But like that's somebody I would consider giving a, a like maybe ten minutes, maybe more if he's having a solid game, because I just can't trust Van Fleet sometimes. That's just me. Definitely can't. Yeah. Now Van Fleet is Van Fleet is very 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 very. I remember when I said um when when Cal Lowry dropped it was zero for seven I was like put it in Van Fleet niggas I was wrong. Um, never again. Um. Okay, so uh. What I'm about to say, I, I trust Cal Lowry just because he probably won't be able to score, but he can do more on offense. Uh, on defense, his, like, the nigga the cheese, I mean, charge cheese badger. What's that called on uh, 2K, the badge for charger? Um, charge card. <laughs> yeah, charge card or whatever. His stuff is on God darn Hall of Fame because he's really good at that. Um, but also, um, he just can operate the offense better than bless him. Uh, but you you brought up the George Hill thing, and if we was gonna go Cal Lowry for George Hill right now, George Hill came up bigger in yeah in games than Cal Lowry has, and against uh probably a more a team that you're more threatened by than Philly because Philly have really bad chemistry, which sucks. But um, we can tell later. But um, yeah, I, I will definitely trust uh Cal Lowry more than Blesso at this moment. So I I do agree with you. We will be robbed if this series don't go seven. Like, we will be absolutely robbed if this series don't go seven. But I would say this. Um, I just think this whole time, like, Greek Freak is going to be great his whole entire career. But I think this is legit Kawhi Leonard's coming out party, bro. Like, real talk. Like, this is Kawhi Leonard. This is my Eastern Conference party, G. Uh, and if he's able to take the Raptors to the finals, this is Corral's winner Eastern Conference. And he don't want to go to L.A. He'll take this guy darn cold weather. Um, so you live in L.A. during the summer, G. Deal with it. That's what I'm like. I'm like, nigga, nigga, you can live in L.A. during the summer. Brian already had a house. I just think he bought a bigger one. Like, you can live in L.A. during the summer. Like, you don't have to. Or in Miami or something. Like, you can get warm weather there. Yeah. But I understand Kawhi like a family man. Uh, but uh, but that's my take on it. I do believe we're going to seven, but Kawhi is going to Kawhi. Um, and also, but I would say this, and I hate that it's going to be going through this. This series lives and dies from the three point line. Whichever team is better shooting threes wins the series. So, um, and that goes to like Philly was losing this game. Is because they couldn't hit those shots and they couldn't get JJ Redick involved. If they was able to get JJ Redick involved in most of them games in the series, we would be talking about who's gonna stop Joel Embiid. But they weren't able to do that. So um, 
It's gonna it's gonna come down to three point shooting and Toronto perimeter defense is a fucking one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but and it also it's more of a poetic and if uh, for Toronto to get sung about one man the whole entire goddamn time of their whole franchise to get saved by the only man who could stop him <laughs> consistently, Kawhi Leonard. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, this is going to be a very fun series. Like, it's going to be a fun series to watch. Like, we have a couple of good series. So, yeah. before we really get into deep dive of slander, let's just warm up the slander bus with uh, Lakers news. Um, so, the Lakers pretty much have found a coach. Um, it's not Ty Lue because for some stupid goddamn reason, let's just give a nice little backstory. So, we pretty much... Uh, Early in the week, way, way, way early in the week, I would say they said, "Okay, Tyron Lue is going to uh pretty much our work is working on a deal with the Lakers." So at that point, at this point, we know he's about to become the coach. Then we get a nice little news bit. I think Wednesday or Thursday, where they say no, it was Thursday. No, when, when, no, it was Wednesday night. Well, we get news saying, "Oh, talks have broken down." Ty Lue says, "F you niggas." Then news comes out more that for some odd reason they have. Weak ass, goof ass. Hold on, wait. Oh, I got something for this. Fuck is you talking about? It's your goofy ass somebody else, Joe. Literally, hey, uh, man. literally, a bum of a coach, a bum of a Laker sitting there and sitting in the room. Sitting in the room. Like, why is. What's that man's name? Y'all literally forgot. Just blank Kurt out. Kurt Rambis. Of my, Kurt Rambis. There we go. Sitting in the room advising about coaches. What does and why do you want him as an advisor? Why does his wife have say in anything involving basketball? G? Why? Explain and please don't give me because he was a former Laker. Because guess what? His his glory of a Laker Laker was getting clotheslined out the air and then retaliating. Exactly. So no, the I Lakers don't want the Lakers have a legit problem with the the love for. OG Lakers, bro. It's a legit problem, bro. It's bad. And pandering to fans, but that's a whole different conversation for another. Uh, exactly. But so uh, Dave. Yeah. So with that being said, that pretty much and then they saying they want that uh they want uh Jason Kidd and uh Rambis part of his coaching staff. After reports saying where LeBron would love tips to be an assistant coach with Tyloo. So I'm thinking in my head why the hell is Jason Kidd such a opportunity for the Lakers? If that's the case, hire him. Hire him, if that's the case. Like, I, like I'm not mad at Jason Kidd as an assistant, but it's just that nigga is a drama king at his finest. So it scares me. But anyway, moving on. So the Lakers have to restart their search. So then Friday night, we get uh, Friday Friday afternoon, Friday night. They hired Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel's not a bad coach. Not a bad coach at all. Is he great? No. Is he good? With the right roster, I feel like he could be good. My concern is he's very offensive friendly. Too offensive friendly in my book. I mean, defensive friendly. He's a very good defensive coach. Like, if you remember those Pacers team that uh, gave Miami hell, or at least attempted to give them hell, they were that, that was a very good defensive team. Very well uh, mm-hmm. defensive team. That's the main reason why they gave 
those heat, the uh, LeBron Heat team's problems. So he's a really solid coach in that aspect. But then we get news of Jason Kidd is going to be part of his coaching staff. So in my mind, I'm like, why? Why? Why do you want Jason Kidd part of the coaching staff? So bad. It makes no sense. Solely because Jason Kidd has a history of just egging his former coaches on. Like like for his for his assistants on. Like he like he did, like it happened in Brooklyn. It happened in Milwaukee. And with that, it's like, okay, like if I'm Frank Vogel, I'm like now I have to watch my back around this nigga. Like like the only positive I see with Jason Kidd being there is the development with Lonzo. He's cool with LeBron and all that. That's it. But outside of that, it's like, why do you need to force the issue with him? So that's my thing. He's an okay offensive coach. So if you need somebody for offensive reasons, I get it. So, but outside of that, it's just like he's just toxic in a way. And at the same time, he could have changed over the past couple, what, the season and a half of being fired. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. like he could have matured, hopefully. But at the same time, I just want a valid reason. And regardless, at this point, I just the Lakers just need to make the proper moves. They just need to make the proper moves. All right, so That's all that matters. For me, for me with this whole entire situation, yeah, of course the Lakers need to make the proper moves. Finding that who there. Um, who the heck, other than Monty Williams, who was going to take a longer-term coaching job, was on the freaking market? It was him, Ty Lue. Like I would like, so I, I really Lue, wanted Monty Lue. Williams. And my thing is, and my thing is, like I understand you coming at it with a with a legit logical standpoint, right? Um, half the niggas when they found out Ty Lue was the coaching job laughed and said the Lakers I took it for Panther until LeBron because they want a LeBron boy. Ty Lue doesn't get the job. Niggas mad because Ty Lue ain't get the job. Like. Wh- Huh? That's that that that's the thing that's killing me right now, Joe. I think Honestly, the reason people was mad was the fact they offered him three years, which is the amount of time frame LeBron would have been there. Especially with Ty Lue being a championship coach, I would have I would have gave him five years. Like you have a championship, whether LeBron was the reason or not, you you have championship experience. I need I I want my five years. F the money because Cleveland's still paying me. Mhm. Not just it, it. just came off as very like Lakers fans are horrible. Cause like I'm telling you, the moment Luke Walton got fired and word was they wanted Ty Lue, people complained. They complained, and now that Ty Lue ain't got the job, I don't see why y'all not happy now. Y'all didn't want a LeBron guy. I don't, and this is the thing, right? I know coaching is a big deal. But another thing that is also a big deal that people don't talk about is player production. Mm-hmm. And, and, what, and, and what that coach is working with on the roster as well. Exactly. Like half the people got fired from Phoenix not because of them actually being bad coaches. Them niggas just got scapegoated. Legit and also, that ownership is really trash. 
That's a horrible owner, I heard. Yeah, that too. I agree with that. But still, they got scapegoated. Like, why? Why are we so like? And I hated that it went out that way. Like, we're 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 like we're so focused on, oh, this coach is gonna be a bad coach to an extent, yeah. But also, like, the players have to produce they have to so I don't know man I'm just on the end of uh I'm just on the end of uh just I don't at this point I'm honestly I probably don't watch the Lakers game next year if it's because the way these fans are like with that that dumb old protest this dumb old complaining about the coaching situation. Like, y'all gonna be hurt when Chris Middleton is on our roster and not Clay Thompson, right? Like, it's so sad, G. And I'm, I, the first time I ever go to agree with Paul Pierce, this nigga LeBron going out sad, G. It's, 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 yes, the Lakers are crap, but these, these fans are not making it better, bro. Like, what's the, what's the, it's, I don't know, man. We can talk about something else. Because this, this, this Lakers shit literally pisses me off every time I think about it. Like, it pisses me off. Because it's a dumbass situation. Like, just be happy you got a fucking coach. Who the, el- who the fuck else was out there? Niggas want to end up with Fred Hoiberg or some shit. That would have been horrible. <laughs> Wait, Frank Vogel is the best option left. Like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not mad at it. It's just the Jason Kidd situation with me. But... The fan base has always been goofy. That's what happens when you literally in LA and don't know nothing besides championships. So you don't understand the basis of how, even though the organization itself doesn't help in itself, it's a very toxic front office situation. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Frank Vogel was probably the best, next best option after Monty Williams and Ty Lue. So I'm, it's just literally construct a roster. That's all that matters. Construct a roster that could get you to the playoffs. That's all that matters. Fire, stay if you don't want to talk about anybody, fire Rob Polinka. Like, literally. That's the only thing I agree with the fans. Fire Rob Polinka. He don't have, he don't know how to make a team. Mm-hmm. But hey. Nigga look like the goddamn Pistons from 04. <laughs> like, this, this team is not right. Not. But hey. Like, it's something. Fire that nigga. Hey, but he's next on the chopping block if if they don't do what they got to do. So, like, if we'll see. Like, we'll see. That's all I know is. And I'm sure LeBron is doing what he got to do to build the roster. But let's get the slander wagon going. Now Ooh. listen. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. It's coming, man. It's time. Y'all was waiting for this, G. We about to hit y'all up with some bars, G. So, let's go ahead and just start off with the goddamn Houston Rockets, G. Let's just talk about them niggas, G. So, for me, I had to be a Warriors fan for an entire six games. I had to literally endure liking this team for six games. I wish it was four, but I did it. Solely because you niggas, you niggas... Was out here making me 
hate James Harden. I, I rooted for these niggas last year, by the way. I wanted James Harden to finish the job, but literally over the course of that series, I really understood why James Harden may never win a goddamn championship. Solely because that man tweaks. And yes, he cheesed the system this year. It felt like watching a my player on 2K. Literally, it felt like me watching myself play 2K. That's why I can't oh. only do one season of my career. Because literally, I get bored with it. I'll get bored watching myself literally do everything I need to do to get to 90. And then once I get to 90, I'm satisfied because I won a championship by then. So, anyway, moving on. I had to root for the Warriors. I had to because James Harden just wasn't it, G. J- Chris Paul just wasn't it, G. And these motherfuckers did everything in their power to just make me want to see them fail, G. Especially Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Especially Chris Paul. Like, over the past three seasons, I just became less and less of a Chris Paul cape to the point where I was like, I just want to see him fail. This was the first season I ever was like, I need to see Chris Paul fail. I had to. It was sad. It was unfortunate. But, G, to see James Harden choke in a game where KD left in the fourth quarter and Steph was playing mid-basketball until KD knee literally said, I mean, uh, Cavs said, oh, goodbye. And then after that, James Harden and Chris Paul was like, Oh, shit. Here we go again. The pressure was on. And they couldn't even do it. They couldn't win one game. They couldn't win a quarter where where KD was out the game. They couldn't win a game where KD was literally the most ball-dominant on the court. And they couldn't do a team. Not a team. I don't want to hear Chris Paul's stats. I don't. I don't want to hear James Harden's stats. I don't. What did they do when it mattered? Each game was close. Each game in the series ended with six points or less. You had one job. One goddamn job. And what did y'all do? Y'all failed, G. Jay, Jay-Z has a word for you, James Harden. He's all right, but he's not real. He's all right, Let's but go he's Chris not Paul real. Too. He's all right, but he's not real. Sad out here in these streets, G. Y'all had one job. Chris Paul is officially Mookie Blaylock with uh with All Star uh credentials. G, James Harden, sad out here. G, sad out here, bro. Sad out here. That's y'all MVP. G, that's y'all MVP. That's all I got right now. Nah, uh, everything that you said, I just I just hate it. With a, I I didn't like James Harden going to this series. Literally, y'all can pull up the episode. I hated James Harden going into this series. I hate him going out of this series. I just hated the brand of basketball that was played. Uh, you complain about, you know, certain situations. You complain about calls, but you get all of them. You complain about, like, just dumb stuff. And what this is to show for, that's one thing I absolutely hate about fan bases is that they overrate their best player. And then, but they continuously never show for anything. Like, James Harden was good. That's that, that nothing will refute that ever. But it's the difference between being good and great. Everybody's not, everybody will never, like, there's always gonna be good players in the NBA because there's millions that tried and never got a chance to be that, right? James Harden, low key, not that different. From a Russell Westbrook, you know, he's not that different from a Chris Paul. 
he just able to contour his body in which in a way that he gets more foul calls than everybody. That don't mean you're special. Like, that don't mean you're you're. Um, that don't mean you're 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 the the best player in the league, which was the dumbest thing to say, and it clouds judgment. And that's why I'm on. I, I don't agree with Matt with a lot of things. I mean, Max and a lot of things on first take. But that's when I do agree that the MVP should legit be for people who was the best player in the league. That wasn't Harden. He just averaged more points. The best, best player, offensive player. What'd you say? Best offensive player. I give him that. Was he though? In terms, he just, of got, like, he just got foul calls. He yeah. had a cheesy shot. If you're the best offensive player, you can do more. You will win a game when KD's not on the court. The best offensive player in the league is the one that went out with a cast frame. Yeah, but in terms of regular season, that's what I'm saying. Like, KD was resting. KD was holding back into the playoffs. Like, we know KD's the best offensive player. But in terms of, like, KD was – KD and the Warriors was trucking it through till playoff time. Was able to still have that number one seed, which is hilarious. Exactly. But, like – That says how great – the West Conference is head ass niggas. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I just it was just trash. Chris Paul is just a. I don't. I don't want to hear nothing about him ever, like ever, ever. Like he doesn't deserve that, but he's straight. I can't get mad at him. He got his money. You know. Well, hold on. Where, hold on. Bread. Where is it at? Hold on. We got. We still got to get Chris Paul respect. Ski mask king, right there, G. Hey, here we go. Oh, this goes for Clint Capella, too. Oh, yeah. $90 million. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's just this whole situation. Just Rockets in general needed to humble path. Ain't no running it back. There should be no running it back. I'm serious. I don't want to see a. They're not going to run it back. They're not because okay. Let's look. Let's look at the West next year. Let's look into the future. The Lakers is going to make the playoffs next year, regardless. Like even if LeBron has to wheel them, they're making the playoffs next year. So then you got to factor the Nuggets. Even though I'm, I really don't have much bars for the I think I have more respect. But it's somebody, somebody yeah, is getting bars thing, on the team. Thing, yeah. But the Nuggets is going to get better. Like Michael Porter Jr. If he's even at least half of the guy he was, that's a hell of a difference for them. But it, the Nuggets going to get better. Portland, I feel like, is still going to be a solid-ass team. The Warriors is still going to be the Warriors, G. OKC is still going to be a solid team. But, like, you have teams coming up that's going to be better. The Kings might make the playoffs next year. So it's going to be teams in the West that's going to get better. So it's like... Exactly. And also, like, with those teams that didn't, weren't able to do things in the playoffs, weren't able to have the that much success in the playoffs this year or didn't make that, couldn't get over that hump to get in the playoffs this year. They have situations in which they can make moves. The Rockets can't. Mm-hmm. The Rockets absolutely can't. They have to stay where they're at. And 
it shows. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you made these moves of desperation. You traded for Shumpert. You traded for Austin Rivers. Like, you made solid moves, but... Traded for Damari Carroll, but don't even play him. They didn't? No, Kenneth, no, Kenneth Reed. Oh, Kenneth Reed. I'm like, I'm like, if they got Damari Carroll, that would have been kind of a difference, honestly. Uh, I'm sorry. A lot of niggas with dreads. I, I, I apologize. Another nigga with dreads in the league, bro. That look exactly the same. You you already know. I, I it's hard for me to tell. Kenneth Reed, Damari Carroll. Who else is the other niggas? Torian Prince. Torian Prince. God darn the name. If he went, if he didn't look like a god darn uh, weed shop owner, like it's, I, it's hard to tell the niggas apart. My bad, but um. Like, I just they don't have they have they they don't have much room to no and nobody's gonna want to be coached by what you call it after after this failure, G. Nobody's gonna want to be coached by dude. What is his name? Um, uh, Dan Tony. Yeah, uh, Dan Tony. Nobody's gonna want to be coached by bro. So they're in a situation in which it's just the L, mm-hmm. and they're gonna have to live with that. It's a it's a big fat L. Like th- like this that championship window was like closed instantly after this G. Like instantly yeah. because this was your best chance. Like even though people the media itself was hyping up KD's gone. This is their best chance. A part of me still felt yeah. like they still have to win two games. Exactly. They still had to win two games. It's not like last year where they were up 3-2 and Chris Paul was hurt and James Harden had to win one game against a healthy Warriors team, by the way. That Warriors team was healthy outside of Iggy. And literally, literally, Chris Paul and James Harden had a good three quarters. And then the fourth quarter did not a thing. Not mm. a thing. Clint Capella got out hooped by Kavon Looney. It's not even Kevin Looney. It's Kavon. His name is Kavon. Come on now, G. And they gave that man 90 mil. I was one of the few people who said, okay, look, they need to keep Clint Capella because literally he makes a difference. The nigga was literally did not make a difference. Literally, I saw all they did all series was literally, look, if if, uh, Clint Capella gets under the hole on pick and roll, Blitz him, blitz him, and make him uh, uh make him pass the ball out if he gets the ball, or we just jump jump up and block the pass. That's all series. They kept a free safety on the pick and roll. Say, look, if, if PJ Tucker's open for a three, we'll take that out. We that, but our goal is make sure Clint Capella just doesn't get an easy shot in the basket. And it was various mm-hmm. people under the hoop. Steph Curry was one under there a few times, and he, he held his own. Mm-hmm. So. That's what you paid ninety million dollars for? Seriously, ninety million for that? We're in a series where the Warriors do not have Boogie Cousins. Golf, it literally, if KD got hurt and Boogie can't was able to come back, he would literally abuse that man in a post. Yeah. It would have been abuse. But no, that man couldn't score on Clay Thompson. Draymond really wasn't even guarding him that often. But Kavon Looney out-hooped that man in Game 6. Kevin Looney had a good, seri- a good series overall, but he literally hooped that man in Game 6 off the bench. Mm-hmm. That's 
have a it's so much to talk about with this team and they can't do <laughs> nothing to get better. They're cap strapped to hell. Like yeah, yeah. Muggs talking about trade a uh, freaking clicker puff for Tristan Thompson. What's that gonna do? Like mm. Tristan Thompson has improved this season. Like I respect like literally, I, he, I saw he has a post move and all. He just looks re-energized, and he actually showed leadership qualities despite how bad that Cleveland team was. But he still was a solid player for them this year. So, but like, what is Tristan Thompson going to do that Clint Capella can't? Seriously, besides fight hard for a rebound. So no, that's not going to do nothing because Tristan Thompson. I think he's in the last year of this crazy ass contract. By the way. Who's, he's going to be a good piece come trade deadline. But, literally, man, I want y'all to sit down and think, G. There's nothing this Rockets team can do because the moves they made during the course of the season was desperation moves. Austin Rivers just happened to work. Iman Shumpert, they barely played him. I feel like they should have played him all goddamn serious because he's a champion who defended Steph Curry really goddamn well, by the way. But, hey, guess what? Analytics say we can't play him. Fuck out of here, man. Out of here, man. I don't even want to get into the analytic and and then Licks got uh, Daryl Murray's got dang so. But this loss goes on on your three best players. Your three mm-hmm. best players: Clint Capella, Chris Paul, and got dang James Harden. They failed to show up. You paid them ninety million plus each, and they didn't show up. And guess what? You're stuck with one of them because he's going to become he's going to be 38 years old getting 40 million dollars. This is ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. This team got to the third seed solely because a lot of teams just started in the West just said, you know what? Something's going wrong here, and we're just going to take L's, and the, and the Rockets just steadily got better over time. The Lakers got hurt. The Spurs lost their way throughout the season randomly. The Clippers just was, wasn't was even sure what the hell they was going to do. The Blazers lost Yurkic, and, oh, and they went deeper in the playoffs than y'all, by the way. So it's like, and OKC just literally, another team lost their way. So they, honestly, they was going to be a seventh seed at best. They got blessed into that third seed. Blessed. Let's talk about that. Y'all don't want to talk about that, though. Let's have that dialogue. It's very important. A lot of teams in the West lost their way after All-Star game. But y'all want to sit and say they was legit a third seed. Gee, they were between 8, 7, and 6 most of the season once James Harden wheeled them to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But y'all want to blame Melo. Fuck out of here, man. For real, done. Let's talk about Boston, G. Well, as you steam it down, I would like to say this. That nigga's 22, I think. Like, it's, man, trash, yeah. Trash. That team, this goes to show that, one, it takes a real smart person. It takes a real smart person to build a team. Not just put people together. Not just put thinking because go to Hayward did what he did in Utah. He could do what he did. He could do this in Boston. Not just thinking putting Kyrie on a team is going to make everything better. This is not a regular season 
first uh, first month of the goddamn regular season. This is the playoffs, mm-hmm. and you niggas did not mess. And the and I think this and this goes back to Anthony Davis, bro. These niggas didn't make moves either. Moves will have should have been made. Only person, only two people on that team that was rad at that scrappy niggas was Al Horford and Marcus Smart. Everybody else was tradable. You couldn't get good pieces for them. You waited for Anthony Davis. You might not have Kyrie. What the heck? So, just to go down on, like, gameplay, like, wives, like, they just was horrible. They didn't mess together. They never messed together. Ever. The moment they put Yoda Hammer on the bench, Boston shouldn't know, like, it's over now. You gave a bench player a max contract. Nigga, Lou Wilson didn't even get more than <laughs> I told y'all about what they were. <laughs> you gave a bench player a max contract. Lou Will can't even get more than three years. Lou Will could barely get a freaking 10 mil. <laughs> and you gave a bench player that. All right. It's dumb. It's really dumb. Danny Ainge is supposed to be a finesse guy, which I never take that title away from him. But every dog has his day. He's seen his. Like, you don't understand how dumb this team was constructed. You get beat by the Milwaukee Bucks. Four, one. They legit, you legit won one game and basically got swept the whole time. There were no close games. You got watched. Game five, y'all looked out of it. I haven't even heard Jason Tatum talk since last playoff. And this goes to what everybody was saying. This team was better without Kyrie. It's because, like, one, Al Horford is a perfect player. So I don't need any no slander towards him. But everybody else, it was a better team without Kyrie because this team played with ball movement. Everybody got touches. Everybody was they had did what they had to do. They beat Boston last year, which was rel- I mean Milwaukee the last year, which was relatively the same team with you know without like George Hill and um uh what's his name Lopez, but in better culture, way better culture. Yeah, yeah, way better culture. But it was off the back of who Terry Rozier. That whole thing changes when Kyrie gets integrated. It's just, it's just a sad story. You love to see it because it's Boston and half of the niggas in Boston is white white. But you hate to see it too because Kyrie is a superstar. He's one of the best players in the league. And there's no argument about that. But nigga, go down, man. Link up with Boston. Because you're not seeing a title going to New York unless KD does. And then you and KD is not going to be able to match. And if KD is able to match with Kyrie Irving and still able be able to average like 27, 26 points and still get to the finals, KD is top three. 
<laughs> like, just no dipshits those about it, bro. I'll go there. Top four, top three, whatever you want to say. If he's able to match with somebody like Kyrie Irving. Like, Braun's able to match with somebody like Kyrie. Braun, he passes the ball. KD ain't that pepper. He, just like Kyrie, he wants the ball in his hand, too. The whole Rocket series is run the offense through KD, and if we can't do that, thinks about something else. And then run the offense through him again. So, I don't know, man. Boston trash, though. I, I want to see that team explode. I hope they don't get Anthony Davis. I hope Kyrie leaves and goes somewhere else. I want to see that team as the AC. Also, just get Jason Tatum there. This goes back to saying, Chris, we was wrong. That's Jason Tatum's team. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Jason Tatum's team, man. We was wrong again, G. Crazy. This is how I'm going to open it up. He's all right, but he's not real. He's all right, but he's not real. Right, I've been telling y'all about real. Boston all goddamn year. All goddamn year. I Literally, every time we talk about them niggas, I was like, oh, yeah, they on the losing streak. They don't like each other. They hate each other. But y'all just love this mythical idea of the playoff switch. A bunch of young niggas that don't have championship experience, not even in college. And y'all got nerve to talk about a playoff switch. Gordon Hayward, what the fuck is a playoff switch to him? He only, he only seen the playoffs twice until this year. Twice. Al Horford is probably the only one who could honestly say he has championship experience. And that was in college. Ooh. College. Kyrie has one. But he it's this is his first time leading the team. First Ooh. time. And he was butterheads with all of them niggas. And the coach. So it's like this t- I was telling y'all. Telling y'all. And honestly, if Victor Oladipo played last series, that series would have went oh, yeah, seven. No, they would have won. It. They, they would have won, won too. They yeah, would have won. won. Literally, you was having close games with Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans, y'all. Come on now. And y'all got the nerve telling me this Boston team was legit? Fuck out of here, man. Like, gee. I was telling y'all this all year. That Boston was not that, G. They was not that. But y'all refused. Y'all, y'all love Kyrie. Y'all love the dribbles. I love Kyrie, too. But I knew he wasn't going to win with this team. It just wasn't right. They hated each other. You you need a super strong championship pedigree to win that way. A strong one. Shaq and Kobe had a strong championship pedigree, and they had Phil Jackson. It just took Carl Malone for it all to blow up. So, y'all trying to sit and tell me that Boston team full of young niggas was like that? No. Hell no. Please, stop. Come on now. And then they showed how everybody felt after they lost. Kyrie was in that press conference like, yo, I'm leaving. Without saying it. And then now we got rumors that he wants to go to L.A. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But let's go ahead and talk about literally Terry Rose. You're saying I sacrificed the most and we walked the band. That was all I needed to hear. 
That is all I needed to hear about this team, G. Because literally, they it was literally the young niggas and and Gordon Hayward and Kyrie going to war against each other about who who should be the leaders of this team. And guess what? Even if Kyrie leaves, Danny Ainge might still just f around and trade everybody for uh goddamn Anthony Davis and team up with Gordon Hayward. What sense does that make? What sense does it make, G? Especially if Anthony Davis just leaves because literally I feel like Gordon Hayward and Drew Holiday is the same level of player. Let's keep it all the way funky. Yeah, yeah, I said that. If y'all got a problem with it, kiss my ass. But y'all put too much stock on them young niggas beating uh, still a very inexperienced and a very inexperienced Greek freak. A very inexperienced Sixers team. They literally outplayed everybody. It was more effort. And Al Horford literally locking niggas up who don't know how to shoot. That's all it was. And also just get into MB's head. But that's all it was. Terry Rozier just had a lucky shooting shooting stretch. That's all that happened. Jason Tatum literally don't know how to ask Kyrie for the ball. Man. Let's talk about that. The man out here looking like goddamn a sober Josh Howard out here, bro. I don't want to hear nothing more until I legit see more out of Jason Tatum. Y'all literally try to say he's next Kobe. The man more Paul Pierce in my book, G. So he's probably the perfect Celtic. He'll get Mm. saved by by, uh, Joel Embiid and goddamn... (laughs) Clay Thompson, Devin Booker, in four years from now. Yeah, I said Clay Thompson. I was trying to think of a shooter, but yeah, yeah, Devin Booker. He'll get saved by Embiid and Devin Booker in like eight years from now. So it's all good for him, I guess. So, but but y'all told me that's what y'all wanted, G. Like I said, this Boston Mm -hmm. team, I don't want to hear nothing about them, G. Danny Ainge is going to probably finesse the fans to think they still good. Going to finesse the media and st- thinking he got a plan and a purpose. But I really don't believe this team is going to be that good after the season, G. Like, Boston fans want Brad Stevens fired. Brad Stevens is looking funny in the light as well. You got outcoached by, like, I'm, like, I know we are definitely disagreeing in this, but I feel like Luke, uh, Mike Budenhoser is a good coach. He got outcoached. No, I didn't say he never was a coach. Oh. It's just Mike Budenhoser team. Oh, I, I get you. Okay. But literally, you got out coached by Mike Budenholzer. You technically got out coached and took Kyrie, being Kyrie, to beat um goddamn uh Nate McMillan. He was getting out coached then. Come on now, G. Like the G, bro. Like this team's a joke, G. Y'all y'all fell for the Kool Aid, G. Because Kyrie's on there, G. Like, I get we all love Kyrie, but, gee, this is how y'all sounded caping for them, G. Hit the, 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 we wouldn't know what's going on. How the fuck we gonna know what's going on if the reactor hater hit the pot the pinker? You know? Yeah. For real. Like, the, the, the Kalari War was built. That's to how y'all sound, G. Dead ass. Yaka Raga. 
But hey, it is what it is. F Boston. I'm glad to see this franchise continue to fail. Kyrie, go somewhere else. I don't care whether it's with, go back to LeBron, whether it's with the Clippers. I don't care if you take your ass back to Cleveland. Leave that franchise so I can happily root for you, G. Please. And Danny H, please F up and just trade everybody. Please. Because I would love to see them them freaking Boston fans cape for that, G. I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. But let's move on. Uh, Let's talk about the Nuggets. This is going to be a short one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, well, the Nuggets. I'll go first. I'll go yeah, first. Go you, know, you, got really nice you got my respect, Denver. I talk so much crap to y'all. Not as much as Chris did, but I always say things sarcastically. And they proved that they got it. Jotik is a superstar, best center in the league. I'm sorry. Best center in the league by far. Mm-hmm. He, he get his defense better. He's the best center in the league. He's better than Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid got beat by food poisoning. Um, like, it's – Jotik, you got my respect. Uh, the coach don't got my respect. Mike Malone don't got my respect because all you have to do is legit play under the basket the whole entire series. But I guess he didn't want to do that. He wants to focus more on Joel you know, the Murray kid. But um I just called this nigga a kid. I'm getting washed. But uh, <laughs> uh but, <laughs> but uh yeah. I I it's, they got my respect, That's that's all I gotta say about that. They definitely got my respect. Yeah, like I'm gonna keep it brief because like I like they earned a lot of my respect this entire playoffs. Like you beat Pop. And you literally, you earned a lot of my respect just the way they just handled this series. Like, they're Michael Porter Jr. away from being at least an all-star level score from being Warriors 2.0 in my book. Man. So, like, it's very much possible, like, the, like the Nuggets can have a team where they can run the West the next three, four, five years, a.k.a. the next NBA transition of who's going to be the dominant team. Like, they have the potential. But, like, I, but I'm going to stick to this. I have been right about the Nuggets all the time. They're going to let you down when they least expect it. And they did exactly that. They let you down when they least expect it. But the, but the, I'm going to give props to the Blazers with, uh, where it's due. They literally relied on their star players to get the job done, and they did that. CJ McCollum stepped up. Jokic, I may not see you as the best center in the league, but you're in conversation. Like, I still feel like Joel Joel Embiid is still better when healthy, which is like 30% of the the season. But, But I still feel that Embiid is better. And I feel like He's on par with a healthy boogie because I feel like they both play. They literally like the same nigga in my book. Mm. When you like look at the skill set, because Boogie's very skillful, like Jokic. It's just mm. Boogie. I feel like is a little more reckless, but that's just being a nigga. So, but he's but literally they have the almost the exact same skill set and the exact same weakness. They're very questionable on defense, but but yeah. Like, the Nuggets earned my respect. I'm not going to slant on too much, but I was right regardless. It just happened much later than y'all expected it to happen. They let you down when they will let you down when you want them to. And they did exactly that. They needed that. this experience, though. You said they what? needed this experience. They needed yeah, they this needed experience. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, they needed it and was very much needed for them. It's only going to be, like I said, it's only going to be good things from the Nuggets from here on out. So, yeah. but yeah, so um, let's move on to Philly. Um, I really don't have much bars, honestly. Like, only one who's really going to get these strays is honestly going to be Ben Simmons, but I'm going to let you handle that. Oh, you want to be here? I thought you had more to say. Yeah, go Bitch, let me stink. Play the shuffle. The nigga don't take a three-point shot. You can't be in the lead without taking a three-point shot. Lonzo had a broken jump shot. Attempted three. No he excuse. He tips lots of them. <laughs> he no lots. Excuse. You got to have heart. You got to. You're, you're single-handedly ruining a team. Brett Brown, you stink. You, you, you don't know how to coach. You couldn't coach. As a coach, you were supposed to tell Ben Simmons, I understand he's a fantastic playmaker, but in that Philadelphia, I mean, in that Toronto, they took that away from him. Mm-hmm. They let Jimmy run Jimmy had, that series. So what was the point for him being on that court other than in which I would give Ben Simmons that credit? He did fantastic. But other than that, what what – what 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 else has been Simmons served on that court? If he's just gonna be a scrappy, if you just want a scrappy, hey, I do this, I do this player, nigga, you could have got you could have got Patrick Beverly or somebody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Literally. Like now you have what you call a um what is that call um a big you got a big trade piece. Be wise with it if you choose to trade him. But I, if I, I, even though I think it still should happen, it's let it either let him walk or you trade him when you get the chance. When his um, when his uh, unrestricted free agency pop up, you can see what teams offering him for and whatnot. But he just they him and Joel Embiid not meshing, and he is a good. But I would say this: he is a good. Backup plan to Joanna B can never become healthy again. Mm-hmm. He's a great backup plan, but like, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a Philly's in a really tough situation because, okay, like it's rumored that Brett Brown was gonna get fired if they don't win this game, but who's there, like? You, you, it's either Ty Lue or Bus now. There's no other coach out there. G, it's Ty Lue or Bus. So, so in a way, it's a blessing in disguise when you look at it because, oh, okay, Ty Lue's available. Fuck Brett Brown. I'm not mad at that. But if Ty, but you have to, but I will have to ensure Ty Lue wants the job. You have to ensure that he wants the job. Ty Lewis show, nigga, he benched niggas. Did it to Tristan Thompson a whole playoff series when they needed him. Until they needed him. Exactly. Like, so like and like that's one thing I respect by Ty Lue. Like he isn't scared to hold his tongue. Like it is it is enough documented history that he literally told LeBron during game seven in that finals they won, nigga, you fucking up. And LeBron was pissed. How many coaches can sit there and say that? That they was able to get LeBron triggered enough and you still win the game. So, like, 
Like, Ty Lue is probably the only coach that they need to hire. I don't want to hear Mike Woodson. I definitely don't want to hear Lionel Hollins. And God forbid it if I goddamn hear goddamn Kurt Rambis. No. It is. Ty Lue. Fuck him. But it's Ty Lue or Buss. Literally, it's nobody else. Or you just keep Brett Brown and just see what happens. But I'm sorry. Ty Lue, if you're going to fire him... You get Ty Lue. I don't want to hear about any of the Spurs assistants either. I don't. So. <laughs> Spurs look a little shady. Spurs look a little bit too old. They they, they, they got the trade of Kawhi Leonard for DeMar DeRozan. Mm. They look a little old out here. You could have had Lonzo Kuzma in the game, Joe. You trade that nigga with DeMar DeRozan, man. Exactly. All because but, you don't like to trade with LA. Man, that's going to mm. hurt. That's going to start hurting, man. Mm-hmm. But hey, it is what it is. But but yeah, like Philly, like I, 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 like Ben Simmons. This is why I've been here with Ben Simmons in the jump shot thing. I hear that he practices it. He makes them doing practice, doing warm ups. Even though that video we saw him make like ten bricks, <laughs> but he practiced them. He just refused to do it in game time situation. And to me, that makes no goddamn sense. Anyway, this is what he's saying to. Right. I'm not gonna do You're right. No, it's okay. right. We can't help you, Max. I have to go. We can't help you. I can't. I can't talk about that. We can't help. I can't talk about that. We really that. can't. We I can't, can't talk help about that. We can't, can't help you. Like, gee, no... he's not helping them by not at least doing it in game. What's the point of practicing something if you're not gonna do it? That's like studying for a test the night before and then you just don't and then you don't show up for the test at all. That makes no sense. You got the Alabama coach voice line. I need to ask. Because I'm not. So quit asking. Literally. <laughs> that, that's him. I don't know why I don't have that. But, gee, if you at least, like, Greek Freak attempts threes, pull-ups on top of it. So it's like, okay, yeah. you have to at least, like, it's not like you're going to respect it, but you expect it. It's like, okay, yeah. he may pull up and shoot a three here. You have to close out. Exactly. You, I'm not going to close out aggressively. But I'm going to be like, uh, I'm going to casually put my hand up and run towards you and see what happens. If you miss it, okay. If you don't. But crazy thing is, the more he starts to do that, the more them jobs going to start going in. Exactly. And that's like, the best experience is game time experience. Because literally, once you do it in the crowd and you see it go in, it's like, okay, it helps in game. It's like, oh, I can actually do it. Because literally, in practice, the loudest thing is probably going to be the music. For Philly's Ooh. and for Philly's practice is Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid. Those gonna be so. It's like, gee, you have to at least do it in game. What's the point of practicing something if you're not gonna do it in game? Like you have to, G. So it's like th- th- uh, that team is only gonna go as far as Ben Simmons takes them because he Ooh. can easily can, can he be their best player? Yes. Should he be be their best player? I feel like yes, but at the same time, until Embiid can prove to me that he can stay healthy, like I- I'm gonna give this series Embiid a break solely because he had to deal with a defense player of the year of, of goddamn uh, Marcusal, <laughs> and then you also and then Ibaka was in rotation too, and then you were sick. Like, and also let me just say this. 
niggas out here, I don't, I don't want to hear no clowning and beef or cl- uh, crying because I rather my, I rather my star player cry over a game seven loss where Kawhi Leonard shot shot it over my goddamn head top than crying like bitch ass Rudy Gobert and over a, over an All Star game. Or going to a club after losing without KD to a team without KD. Like, you know what Exactly. Uh, like, if I, if I hear my player is in the club after we lost because y'all niggas couldn't be a team that doesn't have literally their best player by far, I start. I, they see me start tweaking. I honestly I'll be more mad if James Harden and Chris Paul was in the club. PJ Tucker, I don't care. He's not the star player. Get some holes, my nigga. Get some holes and drink bottles. Drink your sorrows away. But if I saw James Harden in the club, Chris Paul in the club, then it's a problem. I don't care about my role players. Like y'all are role players. Like shit. Do 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 what you gotta do. So like literally, like I'm not mad at PJ Tucker about that. Like, get holes. You thirty five years old. Get a family, G. So Find your IG, honey, G, queen, G. But, but yeah, like Philly is going to be an interesting situation because they, for one, you got to you gotta really assess if Jimmy wants to stay. I'm letting Tobias walk. I'm sorry. Like, I'm letting Tobias <laughs> walk. Like, you could, you could use that money to go towards, like, other things, honestly. Like, that Ooh. money can go to better things. Like, I'm not about to be cap-strapped. And all of that be over Tobias Harris. I'm I'm just not, especially when Ben Simmons is in question as well. So it's like Tobias can go. You keep Jimmy. If you choose to hire Ty Lue, that should be the only option in my book. But you get Ty Lue, and whatever, and literally you make sure Ben Simmons walks in that season and open and play. If I don't see yeah. a pick and roll, a pick. Set by Joel Embiid, and Je- and Ben Simmons does not pull that bit up. I'm literally going to scream. Mm-hmm. I am going to scream, G. So they have one job to figure it out. Like they have to yeah. figure it out because Embiid is too talented. Ben Simmons is too talented to not where they sh- like. You lost to Kawhi Leonard at the end of the day as well, so I'm not that uh, Kawhi Leonard. That I hate the comparison, but Muggs out here playing like Jordan. Like you lost <laughs> that. He, you lost that man making one of the most Jordan s shots ever. So <laughs> the ball literally bounced in. It was. It looked like it could have. Like if I was feeling, I'm thinking, "Oh, we about to go to overtime." Fuck. <laughs> That's literally how that shot went in. That was like that's very Jordan like. It's just like, damn, <laughs> like damn, G. But yeah, so, but yeah, it's it's Philly. I'm not like they. Ha- this is like if we had to rank teams with who need to have a good off season. So, the the Lakers. Somebody wait. said Quayburn went out like a sci-fi original, G. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, bad. Go ahead. Dude. No, you good. But yeah, if I had to rank teams that need to have a good off season, uh, I feel like Philly's Philly's number one, then the Lakers, and then I'm putting the Rockets and Warriors tied for three. Like those are the teams that need who have the biggest off seasons because 
the, this is obviously it's very make or break for those franchises in my book. So, but yeah, so I think that's it for basketball. Um, let's go into wrestling real quick. Unless you want to uh, talk about what happened in UFC the other night. Ah, uh, Rose Namajunas got hit on her guy, and Anderson Silva's watch. You hate to see it with Anderson Silva. <laughs> <laughs> The man can't kick without breaking herself. <laughs> he, no, he tried to check a kick. Anderson Silva can't check kicks, bro. Same he tried to check a kick, dude. He cannot check kicks, bro. Oh, uh, and um, on the Bellator side, that did that nigga Michael Vinny Page. He did. He when Ronda Rousey got knocked out by her home, was the Ronda Rousey? He, he need the hole in a nigga head, and he also threw the Pokemon or some Pokeball to somebody. All that type of stuff. Nigga got, nigga got kicked in the leg, dropped to one knee, then knocked the heck out. That nigga got hit with a goddamn RPG. He about to do a finishing blow on somebody. They do an automatic animation. He got hit with that shit, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you love to see it, actually, because he was too cocky for his own good. And niggas, in the, niggas who watch Bella Toys compare this nigga to John Jones. Um, yeah, but, yeah, that's uh, too far. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it, really. Um... We don't know what's next. I think DC versus Comey is next. But DC said he won another bout with John. I honestly don't want that. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Um, so, that's it. That's it. We can just all talk right. about wrestling. All right. So, wrestling this week. Uh, so, this week in wrestling, the biggest thing that happened was the introduction of the wild card rule. And what the wild card rule is is insert whatever number, because at this point, between both Raw and SmackDown, the number changed each freaking time. Uh, the wild... Was, uh, I get, think it was three. It was but three. But the Usos... But people didn't count the Usos as one person. That's why people said it was... It was uh, this is when it goes to wrestling fans are being legit, acting like they watching the goddamn Game of Thrones at the moment. They're thinking too much. But, um... Yeah. Well, that's normal for them, it was, but... It's, it's wrestling supposed to be three, three my or whole four. Thing. Well, I can, I can, let me, let me, so I can treat wrestling fans real quick. Go ahead and uh, just run through this whole thing. You ain't gonna talk about no matches. Just talk about the wild card war and what's happening for Money in the Bank. I gotta get this off my chest. Dude. Right. I don't care about the matches because all the matches was me and anyway. Well, damn, Brian versus uh, Kofi uh, rematch. Okay, was that, that was the end of tag match too. Yeah, that's that tag match. That Daniel Bryan is the goat, by the way. I don't care what anybody say. That nigga better than Prime Shawn Michaels, and I live by that. Insert Daniel Bryan and Shawn Michaels fight at WrestleMania. That match is just not five stars. That match is seven stars, dude. Don't them grave. Mm. All right, but uh. But yeah, the wild card rule pretty much was introduced so because according to the dirt sheets, um, the ratings are down. Um, even though they competed with playoff basketball, um, and <laughs> other neat little things, but uh, it pretty much allows three or four. This man changed it to four uh, after Lars Sullivan walked in and, and intimidated him. Uh. To come to uh, either brand and whether to make challenges or just pop up and do something on the show. So in the way I just the way I look at it, like it allows you keep Roman Reigns on both shows when you need him to pop up on there. 
it opens up the door for uh just like AJ to pop up if SmackDown needs him to pop up. Like it just allows pop ups to happen. I hope it's not my own thing is I just don't want it to be weekly. Like I just want it to be something that happens every now and then. Like at least like, I just don't want it to be forced. And heck, I don't or I just, or like I don't need to see Roman Reigns on Raw every week. Maybe like just like don't make it a consistently the same people. Like maybe once a month, even then. Even then, maybe not even that much. Just like, yeah. like just South keep it, like just make it Surprise. diverse with the people. That's my thing. Make it yeah. diverse. Like it's a, that's a better way to keep matchups fresh as well. Uh, so you know, I agree with you. Um, I just don't. Wrestling is in a weird spot right now. Not just because of that. Um, just because it's just it's hard for me to get through. I don't know why it's hard for me to get get into this money in the bank. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna absolutely love it. I love wrestling, but this stuff is just getting weird and weird and weird. Um, it is typical post mania stuff, um, but I, at this point, and I get to it later. I just gotta stop looking at what fans are saying, dude. Cause I'm getting livid with this shit, Joe. I just stop taking what they say to heart and just laugh. That's the best. Like once you numb yourself to just laugh at what they say, you just feel so much better about everything. But, um, but yeah, like I agree with Money in the Bank. It's like it's it's just like you're trying to figure out what to do post Mania and all of that. Yeah, while while trying to say the the big stuff for the Fox, and it's weird. It's honestly weird. Exactly. Because you could tell they're trying to figure out what to do right now. It's very evident with the storylines and all of that. That's why the introduction of the wild card rule is here. So it's just trying to see what works. It's like you could tell they're throwing stuff up and just see what sticks at the end of the day. So what happens, happens. At the end of the day, as long as I'm getting quality matches, I am cool. With everything, the storylines is gonna be figured out because like it's always after like this after Mania, and then you missing like a few key players off injuries alone between the women's division and the men's division. So you just gotta just play wait and see with everything. But um, as of right now, because Money Bank's next week, right? Yeah, unless we missed. No, 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 I'm positive because we yeah, uh, but. Uh, pretty much Becky is going against Charlotte for the women's SmackDown belt, which I feel like that's a big fat L waiting. And then she's also going to defend against, uh, goddamn, what's that woman's name? Lacey Evans, uh, for the Raw women's belt, uh, which I feel like she's going to just win and hold on to. So I don't really don't have much to say about that. Um, you want to? No, I don't know that. That situation right there, I, I don't know. Becky, they said, well, Becky's going to be the um, the cover art for 2K20, mm-hmm. the WWE stuff. So, honestly, she might hold that belt for a little while longer. She, she might hold both belts for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just think it'd be weird if they, if they watch him call her that fast. If they... Um, if they uh they take the belts off of that fast, I think that'd be kind of bogus. 
Unless somebody from SmackDown wins that um, money in the money bank, in the bank and they'll find some way to skew with that stuff through there. But Becky is a star, so if anybody can make both belts seem legitimate on two brands at the same exact time, it's Becky Lynch. So. Agreed. All right. And then we got Shane versus Miz again. Uh, I don't care for that. Yeah, this match. Um, Kofi versus Shane Kevin Owens. Punches, like. Uh, Kevin Owens taking that L unless they swerve us. Yeah, I feel like Kofi's gonna win. They've been they. I respect the fact that they're using at least the past couple weeks they've been building Kofi up as a fighting champion, and yeah. he's been winning yeah, those matches clean as well. So, and but you also, know, sometimes WWE do throw the um the uh what is it the uh. He defended it so many times. Because, you know, I think in which most likely is true, they do a thing in which they have, like, if you see a person defending the belt so many times, they're about to drop that joint. True. That and Kofi awesome. has defended that thing. He has defended it on house shows. He has defended So, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't see him losing to Kevin Owens for it, though. But that's the only person on SmackDown to take it from him. Unless Goldberg comes to take it from him. And then I will just, you know. Shut your ass up! Uh, no. no. I can't. Goldberg is no. going to come back. So There's only one person who could probably Stay take it Stay your ass at AutoZone, my nigga. Stay your no, ass at AutoZone. Please. My man my man, ain't got no carbon space right now. Find an alternator then, my nigga. Rebuild one. Hand make one. I don't care. Stay away. Please. I don't think you're staying away, bro. Uh, what's next? Uh, Seth versus Seth AJ. Seth got a match. Yeah, Seth versus oh, AJ. Match of the night, man. Yeah, like, Seth is going to win. Like, Seth is going to win. I feel like they're going to go back and forth. AJ is going to go heal. I feel like I don't we fu- AJ going here. I think it's a respect thing. He ain't gonna go. If AJ go go here, it's not gonna be that 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 mm. that's that show. Uh, if he gonna go here, then he's gonna probably lead out to a, a program at SummerSlam, and then he ends up taking the belt off of Ronda at SummerSlam or something like that. Yeah, but I don't see uh, what's the face going. <laughs> I don't see AJ going here that fast. Nah. Also, you need a backup plan if Ronald's gonna lurk. That's you're trying to, you know, generate ratings and stuff like that. That's true. All right, and then Men's Money in the Bank, which has Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, uh, Mustafa Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randy Orton. Uh. I have Drew McIntyre or Randy Orton. Andrade being my well, wild why the heck card. Do you, why the heck do you have Randy Orton? I just feel like they're just going to put that damn briefcase on him just because, G. Just because it's Randy Orton. But like, Randy Orton, Randy Orton do not need to become a... I know. But it just sounds very WWE. <laughs> it just sounds like something they'll just do. 
Like I don't well, do me do I do want him to win it? Hell no. But you put him in there, and I'm just like, okay. That's just me being true. WWE, yeah, it's just extremes. I don't don't see that outcome. Reason why I don't see that outcome is it's got to be a heel thing. And Randy Orton, I know he's playing through. I know he's playing both heel and face from time to time. He's Randy Freak on. I think Randy is there, literally the talent and backup plan. Uh, I don't think they're gonna give something like that to him. Like, uh, not, not, not now. Nah, I think I think it's time. His ship has finally come. Like that one song says. <laughs> All right. So then we got the women's money in the bank, which features uh, Carmella, Alexa Bliss, Return to the Ring, uh, Pray for Her CCE, uh, Ember Moon, Dana Brooke, Natalia, Naomi, Bailey, and Mandy Rose. Uh. I honestly have my three. It is Alexa Bliss, Bailey, and Mandy Rose as the favorites to uh, win it. Uh, don't see Alexa Bliss being a two-time. Uh, I'm going probably. Uh, who is it? Mandy Rose again. Don't see Carmella winning it again. Bailey, yeah. I can see Bailey winning that. Yeah. Bailey, um or Mandy Rose, but I don't see Mandy Rose actually having caught on any type of momentum. Agreed. At all. Agreed, but you know she's a this big man fave, so you know how that goes. Well, yeah. they, they're going horrible, yes. Yeah. And that's all the matches right now. Like there's no tag team matches as of yet. Um so that's all the matches. So far, all I know, they might make the Usos go against uh, the Revival. They've been teasing a rivalry between the two, so I see that happening. Um, they may like I don't Daniel Bryan and uh, or for all I know, they might have Daniel Bryan uh and uh what Air Rowan fight the Usos in a rematch. For all I know, but uh. That'd be a nice three-way tag team match, honestly. I would do that. That would be dope. That would be a dope three-way tag team match, honestly. So, uh, but yeah, like I, yeah, like that's really all I can honestly see coming out this pay-per-view. Like uh, they're probably gonna throw in the little matches here and there, but and whoever the hell, oh yeah, also the two hundred five uh, match too. They might just throw somebody in there too. So, yep. So anyway, but Money and Bakes next week, yeah, May nineteenth. So you know how we do those episodes. We'll yeah, live. Go ahead. We got a takeover coming this soon too. Oh yeah, um, and Roddy's Roddy. Uh, I hate it. I hate this this part so much saying this, but uh, Roderick Strong is not part of the undisputed era. Yeah, I know. They've been. I really am hurt. It bothers my soul. Because, like, gee, I feel like they need to be together forever. But uh, hopefully it's just storyline purposes. Hopefully. Nah, my man. Nah, it's honestly, I agree with people, what they saying. They sent him to 205 Live. Mm. 
Yeah. You yeah. need him in 205 Live, too, though. They do. They do need somebody. Well, so that just leaves three people. So it is what it is if that's the case. Uh, well, three is way better than four. I think four is such an awkward um, like group tango. Because uh, you would think you either have three so you can do the free burn stuff or you have a big old group like a next or something. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of I don't like the, the four. The four just seems awkward. Unless you have them niggas literally Adam Cole. They literally like just like Adam Cole's Sure. All right. Well, yeah, that that did, that is something worth talking about. But hey, um, I really don't see nothing for NXT. So, oh yeah, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole's going at it again. Yeah. Sheena Baszler versus uh Shirai oh, Io. Yeah. yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it for as far as I know. Yeah, so I guess they haven't found somebody for Velveteen Dream to fight yet. Um, so they'll probably throw somebody at him, and then yeah, so yeah. See, I, they haven't really been hyping up this takeover. So. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Tyler Breeze. So another win for uh, my man's Velveteen. So nothing new. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But I feel like that's just another. Wonderful Velveteen just screams. It just screams another W for my man's. But uh, also, uh, we didn't give a shout out to the referee, but shout out to that referee, uh, the NXT referee for finishing the match. (laughs) That man's leg was a boomerang, and he finished the match. G. Bro, my God, G. I hate you. You just reminded me of that, bro. That made my stomach hurt. My fault, but we just didn't talk about it. For real. My man's finished the match, G. Respect. Like, you get my utmost respect for that, G. So. Nah, he's just fine, too. Shit. That nigga, that nigga, it looked like he had a, like, it was not following orders, bro. Exactly. Like. My God. Like, respect. He didn't have to do it. He didn't have to do it, though. But, that's an episode on that note. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening, of course. Follow the threes from the ring. Uh, Twitter page, at, 3S from the ring. Uh, follow the No Chill SoundCloud page, No Chill Media SoundCloud page at No Chill Media, and then all that other good stuff. Same for the Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook at No uh, Chill Media. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Remember, guys, the Boston Celtics is trash. James Harden, Chris Pauls are bums, and that you just got to live with your failures because they will always come back to. Has been time with you, G. Always will. But peace. Aviva's egg.